Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League show. It's a show that is dedicating the next three quarters of an hour to Francis Henry Lee. On today's part we're talking VAR, the cottages and standout stars of the season so far. We'll also be going around the grounds as always. And joining me every mile of the way, I'm delighted to have with me Fulham fan and journalist Steve McGovern. Hi Steve, you there? You well? Hi Steve, I'm doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's great as uh, always to be here. Oh, you're very, very welcome, and we love having you on, mate. And um, particularly, I mean, in addition to everything else that you offer, sir, uh, I love hearing from Fulham fans because I love hearing from a London perspective, yeah, from a decent, grounded person. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> I mean, we've had—I I can't remember his name now. Martin Martin Cloak, um we had on recently from Spurs, a lovely fella and really reasoned and articulate, and but. They're few and far between, I would say. You know, Spurs and Arsenal and Chelsea fans um, having that kind of outlook that, weirdly, City fans still have, even though, you know, we're multiple league winners and have all the money in the world and all the rest of it. I think, you know, City fans are quite grounded too. So it's good to have a Fulham fan on and it's obviously good to have you on, sir. Um, Obvious place to start. It's been in the news all week, and indeed that is one of the things I want to talk about, as in why it's in the news so much this week. But let's talk about the subject itself, which is the VAR controversy at Tottenham and the subsequent fallout of it. Um, I asked you on the agenda, should the audio be released? And then soon after it was released. So I guess, again, the obvious starting point, what did you make of that audio? It was extraordinary, really. I mean, I, I, I mean, we could probably put the audio in post for listeners to hear, but I assume mm. everyone has heard it at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's honestly, I mean, it's mad. I, I, on the one hand, I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, this, this process actually seems more streamlined than you think. Like, it seems actually a bit more slick and a bit more quick than one might anticipate. Because one thing that people were saying about the offside is there's no way they drew the lines. It was way too quick. And I was like, they probably did draw the lines though. And as mm. it turned out, they did. They did everything they said in the statement. They they did it, but there was a huge, um, significant human error, as they say. Yeah. But <clears throat> you're also, it's also a bit of a mess at the same time. There's yes. like there's like three or four different voices talking, trying to figure out who was saying what at any time. You know, you need the subtitles to figure out really who is who was saying what at any given moment, um, and. It just, uh, yeah, I, I, it just, in, in some ways, I'm thinking about it, it just leaves me speechless because the whole thing is just crazy. I just, I just can't get over it, really. Like, it's, you know, and I, I felt bad for Darren England, but at the same time, I was kind of like, oh, man, like, you just, like, you just made the most basic error that you cannot yeah, to make. Yeah, I mean, Darren England could easily have said, you know, just asked him to confirm it offside or onside, and no stage did any yeah. of them really confirm that. Um, but there was that misunderstanding. Yeah. Misunderstandings happen in life. That's fine. Yeah. But at no stage beyond that misunderstanding, when they were in the process of confirming their decision, did they use the words onside or offside? Yeah. I think actually one of them does say off, and that's it, off. Um, I think I think there's a weird bit in the audio where clearly the PGOML has cut the audio at some point. I don't know why they've cut it out. Mm. But you can quite clearly see it cuts. And then all of a sudden, I think it's there in England, but I could be, I'm, I'm open to correction here says off and this is like sent you know liverpool fans into again back into the con- conspiratorial rabbit hmm. hole just like why is he saying off what is that all about like i don't know but 
like this idea that like he has purposely done it or that something no, is no, afoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's Ludicrous. total nonsense. I think it's I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but um, I th- I think again all these kind of things you can always chalk up to incompetence, generally speaking. And I think that's that. This is a classic case of it. I think I think the funny thing is is that they they got the call right. It was just the communication. And this is this is what it comes down to really. And and I think this is what makes it kind of an, a novel and unique case in terms of VAR because we've seen mistakes before and we've seen calls that we don't agree with and so on and so forth. But this one, it was just you know the communication just wasn't there it just it should i don't know why you have so many voices i don't know why it's not yeah. clearer than it should be like you said the words onside and offside aren't really used in the context of confirming the decision or, or what the correct call is so that's obviously that's a, an oversight right there yeah and that needs to be fixed i think i i heard uh, i've seen a couple of people saying that what needs to be implemented is closed loop communication so yes. basically, it's like somebody says, okay, uh, check that for me, please. Checking now. Uh, checked it. This is what the um, this is what the decision should be or whatever and so on and so forth. So everything is like, you know, every question has an answer and every answer has a blah, blah, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that is how it should work. I mean, if you watch rugby, it's very clear, concise communication between the on-field match official and the TMO in the uh, TV truck. And again, it's only ever the TMO that's talking. There's nobody else. That's and a key a point. Very, yeah. very clear questions, yeah. you know, and very clear answers, you know. And, it, and, and that, is, that is all it should be. It should not be this morass of, ma- of voices. Well, I mean, you said about the morass of voices is a great expression there, and then you said about have, needing subtitles because otherwise it'd be hard to follow who was saying what. Um, and it, it does kind of very much come across as you know, if you put Simon Hooper in the environs of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with all the noise around and all the pressure and all the players in his face, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he's got to kind of mine a really important bit of information from what is essentially. It, it felt like being in a bar and just surrounded by yeah. chattering voices, which is ludicrous in itself. You can also factor in as well, so many of these comments, which take up time as well, never mind anything else, they take up time, are just them calling each other mate and boys. And it's mm. like, I can't remember who it was. It may have been Keith Hackett, but I may, may be wrong, but I think it was a former referee um, relayed to a journalist this week that the kind of matey contact the matey nature of these conversations yeah. need to be cut out. Uh, and you can see it in the transcript. Cheers, mate. Thank you, mate. Well done, boys. Good Not, process. <laughs> good process, yeah. Not exactly. How ironic. And we don't need any of that. We just don't need any of that. Because whilst they're kind of slapping each other on the back... Fans are waiting and not having a clue what's going on. So if you want to get to the decision quicker, just scrap all the cheers, mate. But beyond that, here's here's kind of a thing what really stood out for me, which is right after that well done, boys, good process. So now the game is about to restart. They have made their decision. Now it's obviously a breakdown in communication. One believes it's offside, one believes it's onside. Um, But still, they have reached what they believe to be a conclusion. Now, if you look at the transcript after that, you said you need the tra- you know the, the kind of subtitles. Even reading it, and it's in front of my face now, yeah. it's hard to follow. So, 
I'll, I'll just very quickly go through four lines. Replay operator. Wait, 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 wait. The on-field on decision was offside. Are you happy with this? Assistant VAR. Yeah. Replay operator. Are you happy with this? Assistant VAR. Offside goal. Yeah. That's wrong, Daz. VAR. What? No, what did he say? What? Who said... What? I couldn't follow that. I genuinely couldn't follow that. He's saying he's happy. Offside goal. That's wrong, Daz. That's two conflicting bits of information in one line there. It's... It is it is oh. different when you listen like it does it comes across when you read it out like that it sounds like gibberish yeah. when you listen to it it makes a little bit more sense yes that's not a huge, not that's a huge amount more sense because it is like like you were saying it, like lads in a pub if you try to transcribe a bunch of lads talking in a pub <laughs> yes. it would just like none of this follows like absolutely none of it follows yeah um, so yeah it's 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 bizarre and like it's just I, I just don't understand how not like again we can also argue at the point about like, well, what should happen then? Because Darren England goes, oh, there's nothing I can do. There's yeah, nothing we can do, and he just repeats that over and over again. And you're just like, like, yo, it's so very English to just be like, oh, mm. well, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. It's just like you can you can tell the referee to like delay the game, like just stop. You know, the the only it's it's incredible that the only people who seem to um, have their heads screwed on are the uh, what was it it was the replay operator and the VAR um, and Mike, Michael Oliver uh, as well it was Michael yeah. Oliver the fourth official because I don't know what role he's got to play in all this but he's I think he was the fourth official yeah, yeah. so that makes sense so Michael Oliver is calling for it to be re- re- you know, relayed and um, delayed I think it was so. no it was it was Ollie um, oh, what was his name I, I can't remember, but it was you know it was the VAR operator who was calling. Sorry, the, I thought the they were referring to because it's so right. matey. I thought he was calling them Ollie, but yes, that that makes sense. Of course, yes, yeah, um, yeah. So so it was him, and he's the one who you know was at Hawkeye for four years, and he studied this at university, and you know he's the all round expert in video technology and, and how it's implemented in sport. So you know quite quite appropriately, he's the one who knows what's going on and is kind of passing on this information but he's being ignored amidst the drone of three or four people talking over each other all with different agendas so it's it's crazy i mean that that is a very simple and straightforward solution to ensuring this doesn't happen again which is to get clearer lines of communication um and that that is the thing is that this this feels like such a big deal and it's and it almost you know in my own head as well and and just you know, seeing the reaction to it, it's like God. This feels actually very existential uh, in terms of VAR itself, and mm. you're kind of wondering, like, God, this is such a huge moment for VAR, and and whether it'll actually like survive this. But at the same time, it's actually it's also a very easily fixable yes. problem. It's yeah. very you know you can just you can fix this, and this can never have to happen again. And and you know people are also talking about semi-automatic offsides, which I think absolutely should be brought in i don't understand why it just makes makes the whole process well here's, here's the thing this, say, this I, thing on, this sorry. thing would still happen sorry yeah no this thing would still happen with semi-automatic yes outside. yeah so, absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and what i was going to say is i've not encountered anyone yet who is against semi-automatic so um if you if you are let us know on twitter I, but everyone's I, in favor I, of it apart from the club chairman who decided mm. to vote against it during the summer yeah, yeah. because because apparently like oh well the the um what was it? The technology will be, you know, out of date in a few years. So, so update it. You know, you <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't get their logic. But anyway, yeah. Um, how damaging has this cock up been for Vars? Let's face it. Already tarnished reputation. Um, 
Uh, the biggest damage I would suggest would be that people distrusted it and didn't like it and those two feelings will be very much exacerbated going forward. Well, I think this year what we've seen is it's just a lot of anger at um, refereeing, uh, VARs, uh, and so on and so forth because uh, there's just been so many bad decisions or there's been so many just huge errors and it's just kind of like, what is going on? And, and also on top of that new kind of... Um, you know, like the whole yellow card thing being brought in and just it's just feeling like it's just just really annoying fans and, and I think just that level of frustration has reached a level I haven't seen before. Yeah. And then this happens. And on top of that, you also have the two red card decisions in the game, which which didn't really help anything. And then I think uh, particularly from a Liverpool perspective, the fact that then they then concede a goal in the last minute. Mm. Just it just it just pours petrol on the entire you know um you know this this dumpster fire of yeah. a situation i mean i don't think there is any any going back i mean i don't i don't see them getting rid of her but like it's very serious i think i think you know you are looking at really like i said you, you almost have to you have to change the whole lines of communication you might have to break up the PGOML in its current format and just be like, no, we're not doing this old boys club anymore. Like it has yeah, to be yeah. completely professionalized. No more of this, uh, you know, skipping out to do freelance jobs in the UAE, which again is, you know, look, these lads, you know, they're allowed to, they're allowed to freelance and 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 so on and so forth. But you also have to consider like how much of a, an effect that could have on their performance. And then you also have, again, adds fuel to the fire of people, um, you know, coming up with conspiracy theories about well, why were they going to the uae you know uh look at who who owns man city and it's you know they, now look that's obviously completely ridiculous because if you wanted to um bribe a referee you would just bribe them you don't need to bring them to uae you wouldn't need yeah to, you I know mean, what i mean like, frankly just... a, a draw was the best result for city at the weekend anyway so yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that would make no sense regardless yeah, and, but, yeah. and it's also like why like i'm also when i see these things it's like why would Corruption be so nakedly obvious, like it would be so stupid. A lot of that, though, still comes down to the fact that Liverpool just have to drag City into it at some point. It's so it's their default position now to blame City for everything, for all their woes. You know, kind of if they lose, it's it's City's fault somehow. I think I think it's 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 kind of just you know there's already this idea since basically since Bar came in, you've seen a lot more um, of this idea of like that teams are getting screwed over. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.